Welcome to Tender Friends, the only podcast about chicken tenders and chicken nuggets. I'm Michael Walker. And I'm Eric Wilson. Michael, it's been a minute. It it's been it's like been, three weeks, right? We haven't had it we haven't recorded in almost a month. This is the longest we've ever gone, I think, since we started without talking. We haven't yeah. even talked to each other. Yeah, that was intentional. Yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> After you spend three years together. Yeah. I uh yeah, I um it's been a good break. We needed a break. You know, everyone's mentally exhausted in today's world. Totally. So uh, this was the appropriate time to take an accidental break. Obviously, it wasn't planned, but I think we should give people um, the reasoning behind, you know, the whole scheduling snafu. Long story short is obviously we want to do 150. We want to do McDonald's um, and we still will do that. Uh, But we had a little scheduling snafu with guests. So. We're taking our time with it. So while this episode is technically 150, we're calling it episode 151. Exactly. This is an unprecedented time that caused yes. the tender friends to do something unprecedented. Yes. So 150 will be coming maybe two weeks, maybe three weeks, but it'll be out probably sometime in September. <laughs> probably. Um, <laughs> but no. the other thing about this, and we'll talk about this obviously in that episode, but with the McDonald's episode, McDonald's just announced spicy nuggets. I know. For the first time ever, which is pretty exciting. And it would have and been after we released the episode, right? Exactly. So, so now we're yeah. going to wait and we're going to include the spicy nuggets in it as well. How about that? So it's that? like, you know, things really worked out well. And even better than that, 151st episode, which is today's episode technically, we have an amazing guest, an amazing show lined up. So everything's really working out great. It's great. It's coming up roses for the tender friends. Mm hmm. I'm drinking my coffee in honor of today's episode. I never drink coffee. Wow, this is insane. Um, so let's get down to it then. Um, the next two weeks on the show, we've decided to, out of the kindness of our hearts, give two places a second chance. Yes. We've each picked a place. Um, this week was my place because it was one of my favorites until we went. And then I realized, you know, like we do in a lot of places, how awful it actually is. So, I mean, it, uh, when we went, it truly was a bad experience, you know? It was a bad experience. Yeah, we had a bad time. We went during Christmas, right? Yeah, we did. We went like December 16th or something. Yeah, so people were like all happy, and we don't want that, you know? We're here to eat tenders. <laughs> we're here to do our business and get out. I um, frowning the entire time. I meant to listen to that episode because that was like one of our first episodes. That was like within the first four or five months of us doing the show. Yeah, definitely. And it's been now three years. Um so I went to listen to that, but I did not because I'm not good at this job. Yeah, I mean, um, of course not. Why would you put work in? You so uh, so instead, we're just going to introduce the place that I chose. We're going to say that this place had five points last time we went. Uh, and this time, we'll see what we think collectively. Uh, but we're going to Denny's this week. And joining us is a very special guest. We're so thankful that he was able to join us uh, all the way from Portland. Uh, please welcome a former writer for The Simpsons. He is now uh, a preeminent voice of uh, fast food on the interwebs. Uh, you can follow him on Instagram at that Bill Oakley. Please welcome to the show, Bill Oakley. Hey, Bill. Guys, it is my pleasure to be here. I cannot wait to discuss this in great detail. It's just the kind of thing that I love to get nerdy about. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I mean, 150 episodes, we uh, clearly are able to hold the conversation with this. Absolutely. Topic. Absolutely. I'm excited to enter. I'm excited that because I can, because I ate it probably a thousand miles away from where you ate it, that we can have a, a yeah. control group and that I probably ate it under different circumstances than you. It's going to be exciting to get into the deep, yeah. the weeds about this. You know, and that's something that we've, we've talked about the silver lining of coronavirus and having to record remotely is that we've all pretty much been able to create a great control group because we all have our own different experiences. Whereas we used to all go together and have the same experience. Yeah, so now we can it, compare all. I agree. Of them. Yeah, if there's one good thing about coronavirus, it's we all get to eat separately. Yeah. Yes. Um. Cool. So yeah, you went to a Denny's up there. I went to a Denny's in L.A. Michael, did you go to the same Denny's we went to when we went together? You did went, we go to the Denny's you, near your house? You went and picked it up. There's no Denny's near my house. I looked it up. It's like oh, Los Angeles has a. a a slew of Denny's, and I live in the desert of that 
shop. Mm. There is absolutely nothing the by Denny's me. Dead Zone. I, yeah, I'm in the <laughs> Denny's Dead Zone. Did, so did you order? You might have ordered from the same one I did. Did you order from the one on Sunset near Gower? I think I did. Yeah, I ordered delivery yeah. too. Did you go and pick it up? Uh, no, I did delivery. Great. Okay. Well. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's the one I did. Here's the thing. So we uh, we've been talking with Bill for a few weeks now to schedule this, and when we initially came up with the idea and we locked Bill in, I got really excited. So I ordered Denny's like, I don't know, when did we start talking? Three weeks ago? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I had it three weeks ago, but I wrote down my notes in detail. Um, so that's when I ordered it. When did you guys have it? You said you got it earlier this week, right, Bill? Yes, about three days ago. And I got, okay. I, I went and got it. I, I, that was also a story in itself. But I did, I like, you know, I've learned from this thing. And I, uh, I've learned from my two years of doing this stuff that like the you, the first couple minutes are critical. Like that's why I didn't want to have it delivered because I wanted to give it a fair uh-huh. shake and totally. it would have taken 45 minutes to get delivered. And during that time, the stuff would have gotten cold. So I went yeah. there. Um, I, my, <laughs> I didn't really succeed in keeping it from getting cold, but that's a whole other part of the story that I will get into anyway. So yes, I picked it up myself from the Denny's uh, about a 10 minute drive from here near the convention center in Portland. So I, I also did delivery, but, um, or I rather I chose delivery because it's really close to my house and my car is like always dead because I never drive it now. Um, so to charge you just to go to Denny's seems like a sad affair. Um, <laughs> so I, I got delivery instead and I was like optimistic about it. I was like, I definitely want to give Denny's a fair shake because it was so bad last time. So I wanted to, you know, give it as much leeway as possible, but you know, laziness went out and uh, it took a lot longer than I thought it would because I'm pretty close to the Denny's. Um, so yeah, it didn't start off great for me as well. So it's a little bit of the um, opposite for me. Well, how did you order it, Eric? Did you order through a delivery app? Yeah, of course. No, they, you can go right through their website. Yeah, oh. that's what I did too. You have to make an account and all that stuff. So now I get email <laughs> yep. from Denny's, yep. but I did order uh, it no. directly from the Denny's website, which is pretty good. I'd say that the website actually was kind of user friendly and was you know pleasant to look at, pleasant to use, easy. And I thought like I I would say that was my the highlight of my experience probably. Their website had had different. So I I looked at uh, Postmates and then I looked at DoorDash and then I found out that you could order through them. And I I I noticed their website has more options than all the other ones, which makes sense. But they had a full on value menu, which they did not have uh, on Postmates or DoorDash. So I ordered off the value menu. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, DoorDash and Postmates never has everything they have at the restaurant. Yeah, I guess. Right? I now, never really with, thought about that. Did the value menu just give you the chicken nuggets? Because when I ordered it, I had to order a whole freaking meal. No, okay. Bucks. So I ordered <laughs> I ordered a pick four appetizer menu, not off the value menu. So because I really wanted to get uh, you know, the onion rings and two mm-hmm. different other types of fries. But then I, I saw on the value menu they have something called wings and rings. So they were boneless wings, which is contentious for our first year. We didn't know if we were going to count them, but I figured since we do count boneless wings on the show, I should try the boneless wings. So I got those as well. Oh. And they came with a full order of onion rings. It was only $4. That's you know, The value meal was really good, but I just don't understand how that could have been $4 cheaper. for wings and onion rings? Yeah. And then I got like Ooh. almost the exact same amount of food for way more with the tenders. Very strange. See, I'm glad you got the boneless wings because I ordered off Postmates or Uber Eats, I forget. Um, and uh, I didn't see the boneless wings, but uh, I'm interested to hear your thoughts on those yeah. as well. Yeah, oh, I maybe got it. Maybe they'll be better. I don't know. I could see I could see it being a different type of chicken. It was. Know. Yeah, it was, a, it was a totally different option. Um, Bill, let's get into how, how did the transition from television writer to – fast food and junk food critic happen. What, what was the, what was the process there? I'm still a television writer because this doesn't pay anything. So <laughs> yes, that's, I mean, that's we, what happens. Like I still, I'm know. still working on shows. Yeah. It, I'm, I'm sure you're familiar with the idea of <laughs> fast food criticism not paying anything. Um, yeah. That was never my intention was to make money off this. It was basically just kind of, it's the hobby. Like, cause I still write yeah. TV shows and that's what I'm doing all the time during the day. But then like on a weekend or whatever, or more early morning, I'll go out and review stuff. And basically I've always had the honest truth is I've always had strong opinions about fast food and stuff like this. Mm-hmm. And you know, people, uh, once I discovered that I could put it on Instagram and people would care, then, then yeah. I just started doing it more and more. And so it's become kind of like my, I would say it's a full-time hobby. 
you know, like some guys spend all their time fishing and stuff like that and yeah, yeah. tying Ooh. flies and stuff. This is my hobby. And then like, I'm not, when I'm not doing it, I'm, I'm writing about it or I'm doing, sometimes I get to do articles about it or I post just stuff on my um, Instagram story when I'm not doing the videos. So yeah, it's mm-hmm. become, it's definitely become a thing that um, I've become known for and I like it because uh, you know, it's, yeah. it's a little less lonely than sitting and writing comedy by yourself in your, sure. <laughs> in your house, totally. which I'm <laughs> kind of fed up with. So especially yeah. during this time. I mean, I got to say some yeah. of the stuff that you get sent, and you review on your uh, Instagram, it, it looks so good. And it's like, honestly, that's my dream to just get random snack food. Yeah, nobody sends us show. Shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. It is. That is the best part of the thing is getting these, is getting people. And the, most of this, the vast majority of the stuff comes from, you know, viewers, viewers, listeners or whatever. Right. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. you know, companies do send me stuff. Like I have a thing. You know, what's I would say once a month I get something from a company and I, I get you know, checks mixed or rich crackers or something from Carl Jr., stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But the majority of it is people who are um who want to, you know, want me to sample their local stuff. And it's totally yeah, local, that, yeah. that's the stuff. I got a lot of potato chips things. I got a lot of stuff from Canada where they have a huge variety of interesting flavors of potato chips that we don't have here. Stuff like that. As somebody that eats a lot of snacks that you know, you're, you're reviewing stuff constantly. What would be like your go-to snack if you wanted to just pick something up? Combos probably, you know, really? I like combos. I really, nice. I don't, the thing about potato chips is I, even if they're really good, they're dry. And like, I like to dip, I like to dip them in something or yeah. something or whatever. Sometimes I like them in barbecue sauce, but like combos, in my opinion, have the perfect combination of, of textures and, and moisture. And so like, mm. I, I, but I, they don't sell them at the supermarket. As far as I can tell, like maybe they, they certainly don't sell them at my supermarket. They sell them at, um, 7-Eleven. Combos? Right, yeah. yeah. You got to go to oh. like a gas station or yeah, 7-Eleven. Yeah. yeah. So I would say really honestly, if I could have, and I've never reviewed combos and I've never, I've never said this before to anyone guys. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> combos. Exclusive. If I could probably only have one snack like that, it probably would be combos. Cause like I, um, cause I said, they're, they're very satisfying in a certain way. Like I always want, I want a little bit of protein with my, um, <laughs> with my carbs and <laughs> yeah. I get that little squirt of cheese in the middle a of my combo. powder cheese. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I never, I never, I never mess with combos. I don't think I've ever had one. You've never um, had a combo? Just, no, just, oh, the cheese in the middle always freaked me out. I think I you know. would oh, like that's it. that's the best part. Eric's, Eric's, you know, relatively picky about what he don't eats. Get me, don't get me wrong. I'm a full-blown pretzel guy, but. Is that, what, is that what combos are? Yeah, yeah. it's a combo stuff with cheese. Or it's a pretzel stuff with cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't, I don't like the idea of that cheese in the middle. <laughs> um. <laughs> I can understand that. It's like those martini olives with blue cheese in them. I yeah, find that to be the, a gro- yeah. that's the grossest thing in the world. It's like putting cheese in yeah, a freaking martini. Yeah, I, I those make nauseate me. Olives in general are just like, wow, I won't have a martini. I'm like, ugh, it's just, it's just <laughs> olive floating in your fucking. Ugh. Um, Bill, what's the craziest thing someone sent you? To try. Well, or what's the, the craziest thing you've tried? Uh, this I have not tr- like. Okay, just recently in the past two weeks, I've gotten two of the craziest things I ever had, which was a bottle of this Kansas City barbecue flavored vodka. I saw that review. Yeah, Ooh. and you'll be interested to know that like it it wasn't for, on its own. It's just super weird because it's just like barbecue sauce, um, which is yeah. impulsive to drink cold on the rocks. But finally. <laughs> I got a whole bunch of um, messages from Canadians, Canadians again, very interested. And and they uh, told me to try it in a Caesar, which is like the Canadian Bloody Mary. And I did, and it actually uh, was perfect. It was an A plus. So that that, that, that problem was yeah, that's the combination. Um, and also somebody sent me some surströming. Have you ever heard of this surströming? It's this it's mm-hmm. pickled, pickled herring from Sweden. Oh yeah, And it's sure. apparently the most repulsive smelling food. Like, I'm not. I actually don't normally do food dares like i don't want to eat food that's gr- i don't want to eat a gigantic yeah. hamburger i don't find you want to be excited about it stunt food to be enjoyable stunt food. um sure. so <laughs> this food is like but but this one the person was kind enough to send it. it came all the way from europe and it's it's in this can you have to open it outside because otherwise your house will be ruined you have to burn down your house it <laughs> smells so bad and <laughs> so you gotta and you're supposed to open it underwater too and so i'm a little nervous what? about it yeah because it's harry potter it reeks um so I have that. That's the weirdest thing I've ever been sent, and I haven't tried it yet. But um, I'm, I'm, I said, like I'm, 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 dreading, I'm, I'm dreading it. <laughs> but I'm going to try it. Do you generally like pickled pickled fishes and pickled things like that? I do. I actually love that. I, I, um, I don't go out in search of them, but yeah. I love like gefilte fish when I get invited sure. to like a Passover seder. Yeah. And I do like that pickled herring and stuff, and I do like sardines and things like that. So I'm not, I'm not opposed to the idea of pickled fish. In fact, I think I've had pickled herring and liked it. Um, but not surströming or whatever it's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I think I saw last year there was like a there was like a, a exhibit at one of the museums in LA about the the most uh, foul smelling things on earth and I think that that was there. Oh Jesus. <laughs> okay, I believe it. <laughs> oh, before, just a couple months ago I did Limburger cheese, which also which nobody sent me but I have been hearing about my whole life as a cartoon yeah. cartoonishly yeah. Gross, gross food and it does smell. It did smell gross but it actually tasted pretty good. Yeah, my dad mm. loves that. It's like a I don't know. Like my, my grandpa ate. Too. Right, totally. Yeah. Is he German? Uh, my family has German roots, so yeah, it yeah. Where it comes from German yeah. immigrants. That's the whole thing. It was like German immigrants, like nostalgic for <laughs> Well, like eating it in 1910 and 1920, and it became a thing that people like. It became a staple in comic strips and stuff about yeah. gross, gross food. Uh, I saw last week you got some Uts chips. Yes, that's that's local to me. I'm, I'm an East Coast boy. Oh, where are you um, from? Philadelphia. Yes, I'm from. I'm originally from Maryland, a, nor, a western, okay. northwestern Maryland, and so the Uts chips were my chips growing up. And I yeah. love all that crab stuff. They're crab chip, um, mm-hmm. and so yeah, that's exciting. That was extremely exciting. That, that that package okay. came from uh, came from Pittsburgh. Okay, so that's so that wasn't new to you. But let me ask you, my favorite chip is hers, which is an East Coast. Chip. Yes, you had hers. I love hers. I love it. Love it. Love it. And I love their cheese. Like if I had to pick one brand of snack food, it would mm-hmm. definitely be hers because like. Oh their, really? Their cheese, their cheese puffs, and all the others like the chips. Yeah. I think yeah. their chips are good, but their unusual stuff like the cheese puffs are the best mm-hmm. I've ever had. Like that, they're amazing. And then people, somebody just sent me a thing of um, the jalapeno cheddar ones that I cannot wait to try. Okay, but they also have yeah, all, they, all bay ones, you know, they, which I thought was super yeah. cool. And they, they, I think they just sit like with the with the puffs are doing like cookies and cream, and cotton <laughs> candy and something. What? So I, I, they're really running with the puff game. But I, I mean, hers was what I grew up. That, that's the corner store chip for me, and it was um, sour cream and onion. Have you, have you had those? I, those I are the good ones. I don't think so. I don't think so. But all I, their flavors. I'm send you some. I would love that. Thank you so much. Yeah. The flavors, whatever they're using, whatever powder they use at the hers factory to flavor this stuff, yeah, is much more flavorful than the average chip companies flavor and yep. it's like each one is like they're they're just they, they dial up the intensity to a degree that you yeah. don't, don't normally get it and that's why i do love hers you guys heard of granny goose brand i have are those from new england or something i don't know i found when i was walking my dog last week i found a wrapper stomped into the ground and i'd never seen it before and i just became obsessed with the logo i have no idea i've never had them i'm trying to find them but they are they're like they're the same thing as hers they're just like a random regional chip and i have no idea how they ended up outside of my apartment almost half buried in the ground Um, that's wild you just did the research on them like national treasure yeah i went home and i was like (laughs) connecting dots and stuff (laughs) who could have put this here um the the simpsons writers room i feel like has a legend about it when it comes to ordering lunch and craft services. I feel yeah. like there's a lot of lore behind that, just like from hearing things and other podcasts stuff like that. Yeah. It's what true. was it? What, what was, what was that atmosphere like? Cause I feel like it was, it, there, there's a line between like, there were some guys who were really particular about it, but it, but it seemed like a very important staple. I mean, it's, it's important in any writer's room yeah. for lunchtime, but well, for the Simpsons, it was particularly important. I can only speak to the era that I was there, which was the, Early night, early to mid nineties. Which is the best era? Uh, well, thank you, <laughs> thank you. And it's <laughs> it was a very it's very different, obviously, than today's era because there were no. Sure. Here's a couple things. First of all, there were no cell phones in that era, so mm-hmm. people were not able to distract themselves or amuse themselves by doing anything mm. other than eating or smoking, which was allowed in the writers' room at least the first couple of years I was there until it became outlawed in L.A. Like there was yeah. certainly the first year I was there, Schwarzenegger smoked all day long in the room and I smoked occasionally. And then uh, it was finally outlawed about a year and a half after that, which is where Schwarzwalder stopped coming in because he didn't want to not smoke. <laughs> um, and he bought that diner booth. I'm sure you've heard that story before. He used yeah. to go to the diner and smoke in the diner, but then they outlawed that. So he bought the diner booth and had it moved into his house. Anyway, so <laughs> so like you didn't have the cell phones and you didn't have anything to distract you except food. So everybody was eating all the time. Not everybody, but most people. And so I, when I left the Simpsons, I lost 65 pounds after I left the Simpsons. Wow. Because like, that's like, because it's, it's the only amusement you have, like other than work, yeah. working, which is not amusing. It's amusing, you know, sometimes, but yeah. like a lot of it is just dull. So you eat, like there was snacks. There was a room right next to the writer's room where there was like a refrigerator and there were snacks 
also, you know, just the standard stuff you'd see in any kind of break room, like Oreos and crap like that. Uh-huh. Um, and then the lunch, yes, the, the lunch ordering takes on outsized importance. And it certainly did back then before well, people weren't, the idea of eating healthy wasn't really around so much back then. And so like yeah. people would order, you'd order what you wanted and it would generally be stuff that was really unhealthy. Um, and, and so like, there'd be like subs, there'd be, um, we would go to the islands a lot. You guys know islands, right? Oh, we've done yeah. islands. Baby. Yeah. That, that was nearby where um, dreams go to die. I, at the, in that time, I didn't, I didn't mind it so much. Um, we order from the Fox commissary, which is this kind of average stuff. And then, but the best place was, um, Apple pan. I'm sure you guys know Apple pan. Oh yeah. yeah. And yeah. so Apple pan was a huge treat when we ordered that and we ordered it, for, I would say almost maybe once a week. And also I people, what the hickory burger you know yeah the hickory burger that's like their thing right pico yeah it's been around for i don't know for 70 80 years and like they and they also these delicious pies and this is one of the things that people would do is order pies people would order this literally happened people would order a whole pie for themselves and put it in the refrigerator and just eat pieces uh, eat a piece of pie every couple hours all day long (laughs) so that's the kind of thing that would happen um and then on the occasion that we would stay for dinner which happened fairly often all bets were off because there was no, this was in the era. Now I'm, I'm told that the guys, there's a limit to what they can, like the, the, they say you can't order anything that's over $20 yeah. or whatever. Right. Yeah, Back then nobody yeah. was paying attention. So there was so much um, flagrant abuse of the system uh, <laughs> yeah. because also because we were pissed off at having to stay late and whatnot. And like right. people order really, yeah. really, really expensive things from fancy restaurants. And like I, <laughs> one time I ordered caviar um, just to see if I could get away with it. And I did. And um, like, <laughs> I'd also, you'd also order. Well, that's why they can't order anything anymore. Yeah, well, I, yes, they definitely have. They tightened all the, the budget. The guy who ordered caviar. It, it got around. <laughs> I got a reputation. I heard agents were talking about it. And stuff. But um, also, you'd order food to take home for the next day for your for your loved ones or for, for meal, sure, yeah. or your next meal or for the weekend too. You tack on mm-hmm. an extra shrimp cocktail and stuff like that. So it was, mm-hmm. you know what? Honestly, those almost all my best memories of The Simpsons involved food that we other other than remember, <laughs> reminiscing about crazy shit that conan did they all involved various you know foods that, that we be or times that we weren't actually working like when we all left yeah to go see the premiere of independence day and i was like <laughs> I, we were like because this was the day i remember the day independence day came out we were like we working and rich and people were like we want to see independence day you know it's the first shows at four o'clock and i was like yeah if you can find a theater where we can get 18 tickets together that we can all go we'll go and Rich Appel did it. He got 18 tickets at, at the Chinese theater. And I was like, okay. And then we all <laughs> left and we all went to see it together. And that was a very memorable occasion. That's so fun. Oh, also, I'm sorry. And we also went to see, went to OJ Simpson's house the day. We also all stopped working and went over to OJ Simpson's house the day that he was uh, on his, um, on his chase. Oh, the, the, yes. <laughs> Whoa. You went over like to the, to the place where he left the, with the Bronco? His house. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Why not? If you're here. Wow. Yeah. It wasn't that far yeah. away. Got to go see it. Yeah, yeah, it was Westwood, yeah, right. Brentwood, um, yeah. And Brentwood, yeah. So you you tried Nashville hot chicken chips recently, the Lay's ones, right? Yeah, did I, I, did, I did not like them. Yes, you did not. Okay, let's get your thoughts on because we tried to find them because we we knew you had them, so we wanted to have you know a conversation, but we couldn't find them. So what what were your thoughts on those? Well, every just a little preamble. Every year, Lay's comes out with these special flavors. They come out with four or five mm-hmm. special flavors, and it's it's always a topic of huge interest that people want to know what my opinion is i guess on them and so i went out and got all four of them that one was the worst Mm -hmm. and it really tasted Mm. to me like it tasted like spicy spicy fat like they actually i think they had actually gotten the taste of chicken skin down but the only two tastes in the chip were spice and chicken skin fried chicken skin and it was not Mm. as good a combination as it sounds like it was it actually tasted like uh, substandard pork rinds yeah sure i can see that what of all the the flavors that they've come out with? What is your favorite, or like, what stands the, out? To of you? The Lay's one, the only one that I would ever buy again is the deep dish pizza one of this, um, from this mm. round okay. of stuff. There's um, always so many, and it's really overwhelming. <laughs> it's like I don't know which one I want. It's it's interesting too because they all they're so all over the map in terms of mm-hmm. the, the quality and um, mm. but like those are the of all the I mean I think honestly the only nationally distri- the only nationally available chip that I really like enough to buy repeatedly is Ruffles all dressed. Oh yeah. Which, which um but I can't I'm super worried that they've discontinued them because everybody has been telling me that they can't find them anymore and I can't find them anymore and I think it might have been one of those things that was covid inventory cutting due to covid oh, or whatever no. but like those um those Canadian following. 
Oh, I, and they sent me. I have a whole bu- whole bunch of them right here. Thank God, I'm covered personally. I, I got, <laughs> I got ruffles, all dressed. I got you covered, for the rest old, of old Dutch, yeah, covered bridge. Old. Uh, uh, I got uh, personally. I'm I'm okay, guys. Don't worry about me. But the, <laughs> but yes, the, uh, due to my the Canadian fan base. But uh, yes, I, I'm worried because that like is that's the only chip that I would go out of my way to, potato chip that I would go out of my way to buy. Mm. And the, and those pizza ones are very good. I I, I had the. I haven't had them since like they first started coming out. I remember I had the chicken and waffles one. Yeah, those mm-hmm. were alright. Those right. pretty good. Biscuits and gravy were okay, and then I had chicken tikka masala. That was really good. Oh, I never got oh. to try that. It one. was like two or three years ago, but they were like they were on only on the kettle brand. They like weren't on the regular thin. Right, right. Chip. Texture's part of it. Um, True. And then I had I had the garlic bread ones too. Those are those are really good. Yeah, um, I remember those. But we had—I wonder if—I wonder if the way you're describing the Nashville chips is the same thing. We had the uh, the Ralph chicken and waffle cereal that Post put out. Yeah, um, the Ralph's brand was good. The, the Nashville hot chicken chips. Yeah, but we had uh, we had a uh, chicken and waffle cereal, and that was like, like you said, it just tastes like fat and garlic with like a little bit of sugar. Ew, like it, like. The, in milk? It was that it was very crazy. strange. Yeah, exactly. It, it like it's, the milk especially highlighted the garlic taste. Yuck. Yeah, and that was uh, really really weird. So that was wild. Uh, and I think they quickly pulled those from the shelf. I'm glad we got them when we could. But oh, they got the people. To uh, buy definitely don't recommend really like, right. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely a chip thing. Um, all right, so let's get into Denny's then, huh? Let's do it. I'm ready. Uh, I don't want to give a bunch of the history because we obviously already went through that. Uh, but just some facts about it. It started in 1953 uh, in Lakewood, California, so out in this area. And they have 1,700 locations, um, and they're headquartered in South Carolina, randomly. Um, so that's a little bit. If you want the full history of Denny's, we did a whole episode on that. We're not going to waste your time and do that again. Unless, Bill, are you interested in the history? Or <laughs> no, I think, you've covered, I think you've covered it. <laughs> okay, good. Um, so let's get into it then. Bill, I think you probably had the most interesting experience since you actually went to a location uh, and you said you have a story. So let's, let's hear about your journey to get these tendies. Well, this is a two pronged thing because I, I wanted to do you guys right. And I didn't want to half-ass it because I wanted to have the, I wanted to get them as hot as I could possibly. I mean, honestly, I probably should have just eaten in the restaurant, but I wasn't even sure that that was a possibility um, because I wanted to have them right away. Um, And furthermore, I also took my own sauces because they oh. only let you they only let you have one sauce and and i don't know if that was your guy maybe you because you had them delivered you probably had your own sauces at home but we'll get into that i'm sure anyway they only let you have one sauce and i ordered all american sauce which i didn't know what that was it was ultimately a disappointment and i'll cover that <laughs> briefly but mm. um so i took my own sauces and i had a little this i'll put up photos on my instagram story when this episode comes up so people can watch along i took my own selection i took barbecue sauce ranch uh ketchup and also uh that honey dill sauce from manitoba which is the absolute best chicken nugget sauce of all time um that those people it's amazing anyway so i took those and i ordered and i drove there to get it because i was assuming that it was going to be fast and easy to get and i would be able to eat it right there in the parking lot so it would be ultimately fast now this place i feel bad for the people who work there because it was horribly understaffed clearly and i ended up waiting I don't know, probably 20 minutes to get my food that was, I think it was just actually already just sitting there, but they didn't have the mm. people, the only people, the people who had to hand out the food also were the people who had to take the orders and seat right, the people. Yeah. And yeah. they were not, and, and people were clustering in a way that was not COVID safe uh, at the <laughs> front of the restaurant, which was also annoying. And um, yeah. the, so anyway, so I finally got my, uh, and, and also, oh yes, so somebody, in the person in front of me had ordered the world's most complicated to go order that had a whole bunch of ice cream products in it and i was <laughs> it annoyed the crap out of me because i don't know ice if this cream was this, from denny's this yes like sundays and <laughs> literally sundays and the person i assume maybe the guy who was picking it up was a guy who worked for doordash or something or other yeah but like the person right in front of me waiting to pick up their order the people worked for like 20 minutes to assemble this guy's order and it was less ice cream thing after ice cream thing a banana splits and a complicated making of these and shakes and every is like i couldn't believe how much ice cream this person had ordered from denny's and how long it took them to assemble the order so he finally got it then they were like next and they finally gave me mine and i i left immediately i drove down the street because the parking lot was too full and and too full of um, obtrusive <laughs> obtrusive onlookers i didn't want to real adventure and uh i ate it right away um, so it wasn't, it, it wasn't the experience I was expecting. I didn't get the things as hot yeah. as they were supposed to be. It was far 
and it was, and again, it's who can blame the poor workers there, but it wasn't like I was expecting, I could have gotten them at a drive through much faster and much yeah. warmer, or um, yeah. I could have eaten in the place. But so ultimately probably was about the same amount of time had elapsed between my, mine being cooked and yours being cooked and delivered as well. Mm. I hate to say it, but it sounds like you've described the true Denny's experience. <laughs> I mean, yeah, really. It's pretty much what you can expect when you go to one. <laughs> did you did you have uh, any strong feelings about Denny's before this, Bill? I did not mind Denny's. Like, I don't think I didn't like. It's one of those places where I like IHOP. That is, I don't yeah. expect to go have it. I don't expect it to be magnificent. I don't go yeah. there and order complicated things like right. steak, steak Diane or whatever, <laughs> right, yeah. or broiled chicken. Yeah. You go there to get. I actually, I'm perfectly fine with their hamburgers. I actually kind of do like their hamburgers, and uh, same with IHOP. So I don't expect it to be miserable. I don't like. It's, I don't think. I don't like make jokes about Denny's being shitty. Um, so I expect it to be kind of average. Sure. Um, and so that was like. Those are my opinions about Denny's. I don't have. I'm not a. I don't like it as much as I would like to go to Red Robin, for instance, which is always a little bit nicer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I consider it to be kind of a last. It's, it's the perfect place to go late night when you're on a road trip or something like that. You know, totally. They have a they have yeah. a um a, a value menu. I mean, like we talked about before, but both like places like IHOP, Denny's, even Steak and Shake have value menus that it's like, yeah, you know what you're gonna get. This is perfect. I I have this finite amount of money to spend. I know exactly where I'm gonna spend it and get a, a decent meal. Right. And, and that I was I was expecting I, sh- I wish I had looked at the value menu because I didn't want to spend 12 bucks on this meal to have uh, all these sides like this. Mm. This thing you're required to have two sides with the meal yeah. with the chicken nuggets meal, the chicken tenders meal. And so I didn't want any of the sides. I was going my, my intention was to discard them anyway, but I didn't want ones that were wet. Like I didn't order the fruit. Mm. I could have I got rid of the fruit, but I was afraid that they might leach <laughs> onto yeah, the yeah, chicken yeah. nuggets. So I just ordered like that. I ordered French fries and hash browns <laughs> and, and did not, uh, did not eat them. But that was my, that was my goal was to have a fairly pure, ha- have them as hot as they could be without a lot of intrusive other flavors leaching into them. Totally. Yeah. Now, and this is just out of curiosity. What was the, what was the, ins- cause I really haven't been going out much. Um, I, yeah, I'm, I'm become a hermit thanks to COVID. So what is the outside world like? What was the inside of Denny's? Was it packed? Were there a lot of people? Were, were there masks? What, what, what's going on in the outside world? Everyone was wearing a mask. Thank God. Um, and that it was a, it was a typical, it's your, it's your average Denny's. It was not particularly new. It was not too run down. Mm-hmm. It was a little run down, but it not, but okay, perfectly fine. Enough charm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. And they had the, um, Every other table or every two out of every three tables were taped off so that like it was okay. spar- it was I would say it was practically full given that only one out of every three tables could be used. Sure. Um, yeah. And because I was there at lunchtime, it was and it was, as I said, it was busy enough that the, there were only two people working there outside of the kitchen and they had to handle everything. So um, wow. it was I mean, it was totally fine. And people kept coming in too, like people like kept coming in and waiting to be seated as well. So, I mean, the place was doing f- pretty good business this was a weekday lunch yeah hmm. um i i'm a i'm an east coast boy as i said uh so everything every diner experience is like you, you go to like a local diner you know you go to yeah. a mom and pop diner yeah. out there so denny's and ihop for me was was more put on a pedestal because like it's like oh we're, we're going to it, it's always more exciting to go to those places especially as a kid because they're more kid friendly than like uh, you know, a, a diner that's run by a bunch of New Yorkers who are smoking cigarettes and uh-huh. coughing in your face. So, uh, which is which is a very authentic and lovely experience. But <laughs> Denny's was always Denny's or IHOP was always like, oh, we can get like colorful pancakes or some sort of sweet right. shit. Yeah, covered um, in cream. Yeah. So because of that, like nostalgic factor, I I always put it on a pedestal. So when we did these episodes, we we did Denny's versus IHOP. Uh, it, that was that was what we did the first yeah, time. Back to back. I don't think and I don't think there. I don't think either was a winner. I have beat Denny's, but I think they both scored under like by eight one point or something. Yeah. Yeah, like, I think it was like six to five or seven to five or something. Yeah. Um, but so I was very excited to do Denny's. So that's why I chose Denny's to do a redo because I want to give it you know another chance. Um, did it pan out well the second time? Spoiler alert: pretty much the same. Really um, for you? Oh man, I gotta say I have a totally different opinion what, now off of this. Okay, what was your experience um 
Well, what did what, what did we all order? Let's go through what we ordered. Um, Bill, you said you ordered the dinner. Yes, chicken tenders dinner with two sides. Okay, and that was the only tenders I could find on the menu. Okay, yeah. but you didn't eat the sides at all. I had like one French fry and one bite of. I didn't want. I wasn't even that hungry. I wanted. To, this is a scientific okay. experiment, not a meal. So much. You know? <laughs> totally. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Here's here's. Here's what I discovered to your point about them only giving you one sauce. I built an entire order of, uh, I found that they had tenders on the appetizers so you could just get the tenders, but they still only gave you one sauce and they didn't give you any options to add it on. Then I found under the sides that you could add a sauce for 99 cents and me being the sauce aspect of the show, I wanted to get like four or five sauces. I didn't want to pay four or five extra dollars. Then I noticed on the appetizers, they have the pick four. So you can pick four different appetizers for pretty much the same price as the basket of tenders. And it comes with four sauces. Oh my God. So that's what I did. Um, I did not necessarily want four different appetizers. I got onion rings, two different types of fries and tenders. <laughs> and then I also got wings and rings. So I got even more onion rings and wings. Um, but ultimately in the end, I saved money because the sauces were included. That's remarkable. Did that, did that stuff hold up? And was it still crispy? Yes. And that's another thing. I did not expect this. Their packaging seemed like it was packaged for delivery. Um, we talked with Chef Eric Greenspan, who does that out here from his ghost kitchen. He invent he basically uh, made all of his food to be made to deliver. The it's like they had boxes that were vented, and the tenders were almost raised from the bottom. They were like on like a little ledge, so they didn't sit and get soggy. And there was like plenty of vents in that caused so that there was no steam buildup. Literally, the onion rings. I've never had delivery onion rings that were as good quality as these were. That's amazing. We did, I know. We did not order from the same dinners. As soon as I ordered it, I was like, shit, I shouldn't have done that. I just got a double order of onion rings. And like, I know how onion rings fare when they get delivered. But they were, they seriously, they were like, a, they were perfect. I was yeah, blown away. That's astonishing. It was crazy. I will say they forgot to give me a sauce, but it's Ooh. okay. I still got three. It happens. Um, I, I think there's certain points that we could probably throw in off the bat um do we want to give denny's a nostalgic point like a dying like i don't know i feel like there's like a point of like people love denny's right yeah i don't know i don't know i like whatever nostalgia denny's is not like a nostalgia trip for me at least it just looks it looks exactly they renovate this you know every 20 years and so it's not like there's no remnants of anything that I grew up with, certainly in that in that place. So it, it doesn't give you like a warm, fuzzy feeling to like go to Denny's with the family or anything. No, probably because we didn't have them in the East no. Coast. I don't. I mean, did you get you? You said you grew up in Philadelphia. Did they have them in Philadelphia? Uh, no, it was mostly IHOP. Yeah, oh, we, so yeah, I grew I up in the Midwest, and we only had IHOP. Yeah, I, I don't recall going to Denny's before I moved to California. Okay, Michael's nostalgic point or anything or not? I mean. They're trying to manufacture the nostalgia that norms might give, and that's what I—that's the reason why I, that's what I have against it. It's like, um, it's like uh, when a company tries to like, like when a craft beer company tries to slip in that they're like, oh, we're like a home run or like you know, like a family run business, and then you find out that they're mm-hmm. owned by Anheuser Busch. Yeah, like well, it's not a family, <laughs> okay. you know. So uh, to me, I think right. I say no. For I like point. that. I like that comparison. Um, I think it definitely gets a menu point, though. I think whatever you can say about it, they have so many options on their menu. It's a widespread menu, breakfast, lunch, dinner. Sure. Um, and they have a bunch of combos and everything like that. So I would say a menu point, and I would say a price point, right? I think it's pretty reasonably priced for everything. Or what? What? How much? Know, you man. said, Bill, yours was about 12 bucks. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that's unreasonable for this kind of thing. That's the same as it would be at any, it wasn't quite as cheap as I expected, but when you're, you know, if I had ordered useful side dishes, like if I had the fruit and if mm. I had something else, yeah. it would have been worth $12. Sure. Yeah. Two sides and four or five tenders, right? Yes. I think they can, they win me over because they had that value menu and I got the wings and rings. So fine. We'll give it. I that. would say though, for four tender, like I don't, I was disappointed that it only came with four tenders. That's a, seems yeah. like a puny serving for a dinner. Yeah, I agree with you on that for sure. So I got, I got the side of tenders, which came with five tenders, 
The side comes with more than the meal. (laughs) Yeah, the appetizer comes more than with more than the meal because the meal comes with two sides. The side doesn't come with any sides because I guess it is the side. I don't know. Oh, like you Um, just got like a basket from the appetizer section. Yeah, it's got the tenders on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that were on the menu. I'm trying to look up my past order to see how much it was. Um, And then, uh, and then, yeah, I got a side of fries as well with that. Um, I'm trying to look up the price. What kind of fries did you get? Because they had a couple different options for me. You know what? That's what I'm trying to look up my order because I think I might have ordered both different fries and they were uh, the same. Oh, like they gave you <laughs> the same ones. I've never seen the kind of remember. fries that they serve me, which are these crinkle cut. They were not, they said they were crinkly fries, but they're not crinkle cut fries like Shake Shack. They were, the crinkles were, <laughs> did, did you get these two? Yeah, the crinkles were vertical. Yeah. I was, I've never seen such a thing. That's strange. Yeah, that's, that's unique to them. It's like, a, um, it's like a waffle fry without the holes. I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of like that. I got seasoned fries. I didn't even get those. Well, that's the same. So, you, so you're saying your fries were different? My fries were sticks. They were matchsticks. They had no ridges or crinkles on them. They were seasoned. They were like a huh. rally. Or is rallies curly? No, they were not. They're like rallies fries. And they're like seasoned out in that way? Yeah. Yeah, they were just like no different than, than that type of French fry. They made me feel like trash. I'll tell you that. The fries did? Yeah. I there's something about seasoned fries, and I don't think this is like a I don't have a problem with seasoned fries. I think I as I get older, I can eat less and less crap, and seasoned fries, particularly whatever that seasoning is, just kills me for the rest of the day. And uh I was super upset for a majority of yesterday. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I got French fries and seasoned fries, and they were literally the same ones. Um let's see, view receipt. Um and for some reason, the seasoned fries were a dollar, uh, two dollars yeah. more. Yeah, no, one dollar. It's more. an upcharge. That's another thing I noticed too. A lot of their sides, like you can either get the fries, and then I guess that's normal. Every every other side was an upcharge, but it was like, yeah, uh, why? And then I got the premium chicken tenders, which were ten bucks for five. So that's not really a great price. Well, it's not a terrible price. But knowing that you can twelve bucks is the is the combo. Also, it's probably cheaper that you went and it's in Portland, not in LA. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, what do we think? Price point? Um, I mean, I don't think that it's it doesn't win the awards for being thrifty or budget. It's perfectly average. Yeah, in terms of its yeah, price, I would yeah. say I wouldn't give it a point. All right. Well, it's you know I'm just trying to help them out here. You guys are shooting down all my points. Appreciate we're, the charity, gonna, but because uh, nah. we should say in the next two episodes, the, the points we give are going to replace yeah. the previous points they had. Yeah. Higher or lower, the list is changing. Um. So okay. Well, I ordered yeah just to confirm two two orders of fries like a fucking fat weirdo, and uh, an order of chicken tenders. So, um, what do we think about uh? that's all the sides right what what you you love the onion rings any onion ring points or side points uh i mean i could i could argue to give them a point because of the the quality that they were given to me in delivery but i think that's you know we're starting to stray away from talking about the tenders okay, okay. you know what i mean I don't but know. it gets a postmates point right sure we have to give it a point for being available for okay. delivery uh during the pandemic to fall in line with everything else that we've been doing. So this is why I went to listen to the old episode, because I feel like if there was in the old episode, if we gave it like a history point or something like that, that should automatically cross over to this episode. So maybe I'll do that after the fact. Sure. Check. Yeah. Like just like those things. I don't, because I didn't look at the history again. I don't know. There might've been something, maybe they invented something and we gave them a point for that. Probably not though. If they only got five points. How do you feel about like, how do they, how do they look to you? In terms of appearance well, and color, and then also, I think that the size of these were shockingly bad. Shockingly bad? Yeah, mine were small, very mm. small. That I I will begin then. I guess uh, it's not. It's quite possible that they don't have the same fries at every. I mean, the same chicken tenders at every store. That my guess is that these all came from some giant factory. Mm-hmm. That that, that, mm-hmm. that like I, my opinion was that these were exactly. There, you could have gotten these in any airport restaurant that doesn't even yeah. have a name. Like they were just, they just came from some factory that probably sells chicken tenders to a thousand different restaurant chains. Yeah. Like the, there was nothing mm-hmm. special about these. I thought they looked. Actually, I would give them a point for the way they looked. I thought mine looked good, and I would say they um, they looked appealing. I, I had sure. no problem with the way they looked. I thought they looked good. They could have been. Um, could they have looked better? Yes, but they looked actually. I would say I would. I was pleased with the appearance of these chicken tenders. Yeah. 
Yeah, we have a pretty pretty standard frozen tender here overall. Um, and you're right, it's probably just a manufacturer that does this for different locations. Maybe it's the same Denny's company, but who knows? Uh, but I would agree, appearance point on these for sure. I, I don't think they got an appearance point the first time. They definitely like we didn't. had a very bad like the tenders were just like I mean this time they were definitely better, but not by much. But the first time I mean it was inedible. I do um, remember them being inedible. I remember biting into it and my yeah. teeth not going comfortably through the chicken. Ew, yeah. And that there was, was a problem just with both awful. of them. So I remember we went to Denny's first and then we're like unless the IHOP or we went to IHOP first and then we're like unless the Denny's like burns down while we're inside it's probably going to win and then it was still somehow off so yeah i would agree with an appearance point my only issue with the tenders was how soggy they were when they got here because they took a long time um so they were pretty soggy on the inside so i can't give a crunch point but bill and you know michael you said they had the great delivery technology maybe you guys can speak to a crunch point i think I could give adequately it a crunch. crunch. Yeah, I would give it a crunch point. I like my. Okay. I don't believe that I had the same containers that you had, Michael. That they were just regular containers. I mean, they were they were plastic. They were plastic things that said Denny's. That the lids did have Denny's embossed on them, and they were like uh, mm-hmm. you know, they were to go containers that were that were good actually. And I think they actually used more containers than they needed to because there was one yeah. the fries, and there was a big one. The sauce came in a big one that was one of the ones that I saw that guy using for ice cream. Like the sauce that I got, the All-American sauce, which also was a disappointment <laughs> of another league, came in this thing. It was way too much of it. And yeah, one of those things <laughs> that they served in ice cream. That, that was a container that I had seen them serve scoops of ice cream in. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I got four sauces, and I got four containers of those sauces. Were they like the size of a softball, each yeah. container? Yeah. Oh, yeah, huge. I was like, what? Who, who needs all this? Yeah, it was insane. So, uh, I w- that's why I was glad I brought my other sauces because if I had been if I had been forced to just use the one sauce that I was given with the order, I would have been pissed because it wasn't that good. The all American sauce yeah. was a was a perfunctory mayo chip type thing, which was just like kind of like a French dressing mixture of ketchup and and some you know mayonnaise or something, which was not very flavorful. So my own sauces were what sa- saved you know. Probably a few points. I don't know if this is even kosher in your scoring system, but that was probably what was the highlight. We'll, we do, we, we'll do a sauce corner, so we'll talk all about Okay, sauce. okay, Should good. We <laughs> Should we throw in a sauce corner um, now? Well, I just want to say, for the crunch point, which we'll give them, I wrote down, I'm just going over my notes here, kind of soggy from delivery, but still had a crunch. So I didn't remember the crunch, but my notes yeah. thankfully kept me in line. And so, so you say no size point for any of them? Uh, I wrote down that, no size. I mean, size. the size, like the size point, the size, it was not un, they were not unusually big or unusually small. Yeah, so it's not point worthy. Yeah. Um, what and I said good solid flavor for a frozen tender. I do I think, think it was it was more than just a bland tender. I think Slight, I could back slightly. you up on that. For for, for a frozen, I, I specifically wrote for a frozen tender. Yeah, I would but say I don't that know if that's too. Point worthy. I'm just mentioning it. Were I don't they, know if that's point worthy. I can't imagine honestly a more average frozen tender yeah. like you wouldn't say that these were yeah. bad but you'd never want to go out of your way to get them again sure. we're not recommending them on this <laughs> yeah um and uh i also put they were they were juicy did you guys have a juicy experience no. because that might be a point no okay i, did not, I, I was to one be dry but i didn't i i definitely didn't have it in my mind that they were juicy they were i think that added to the flavor for me but yeah they were right on the verge of dry had they not been dipped oh, in sauces okay. mine were like there wasn't a generous amount of chicken in these. Like I did not like mm. so to be. I think they were the most similar visually and taste wise to the Tyson frozen crispy strips. Yeah. However, yeah. they had about one third of the amount of meat in them. Like if you if mm-hmm. you had weighed the coating versus the meat, the coating would have probably won. There probably was more coating than meat. Yeah. And uh, yeah. thus they weren't particularly juicy. They weren't. They could have been too dry and hard to chew, as you said, but they were not. They were just right on the border of that. Did you have either of you have any uh, sinew or, or gross meat mouth moments? I had not a bad piece, which was interesting to me. Yeah, me neither. Hmm. I got a good chunk of sinew. Oh, you. Hey, man, I mean, um, that's something that's going to happen at a Denny, at like a, with a frozen Especially with these tendies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, and then I put good tear. Tear is important, but maybe not noteworthy for these ones. I don't think that they had like a necessarily good tear. I would not have teared these. In fact, I believe I tried and mine snapped. So okay, they're almost verging on rubbery. Yeah, 
Mm. Um, we gave it an appearance point. What about a color point? I think that's something that right. I, that's like my main positive. I, yeah, I agree. A good, good, nice golden brown. All right, cool. Um, then I think it's time to head into Sauce Corner. Let's do it. Bill, you said that you got the all-American sauce. Right. I didn't know what that was, and I wanted to experiment. I, I, I felt like that. It sounded interesting. It could be. It could have been great. It was not. I mean, it was perfectly average. It was a surprisingly perfunctory mixture of whatever ketchup and mayonnaise, I guess. But it wasn't as good as most ketchup and mayonnaise mixtures. It was not as good as mayo chip or anything like that, which aren't even all that good to begin with. Um, it was basically like French, a little bit thicker French dressing. Um. That's Did it have a creaminess? A little bit. A little bit. I don't know what sauces I got. Because <laughs> I ordered four. I ordered All-American. I ordered ranch. I ordered some bourbon sauce. And then I ordered um, den sauce. Which seemed What's that? I, I don't know. I needed to know what den sauce was. And I needed to know what um, the uh, All-American sauce was. And I I didn't. I, I'm missing a sauce. I only got three of the four sauces. Mm. And because I don't know what either one of those were, I have no idea what I got. Mm. Um, what you're describing sounds very similar to what I got, and I assumed it was the den sauce. Uh, but I, I it must not have been. It must have been the All-American. It was like kind of like an orangey, like light orangey pink. Yep, yep. Um, and again, yeah, it was like, it, it was kind of creamy, but I remember like eating it and being like, what even is this? Yes. I don't even, like, <laughs> Um, and then the bourbon sauce was just horrifying <laughs> it was like a, I'm trying to think of what it, it literally was like the consistency of glue um, I couldn't touch the bottom of the cup like I couldn't push mm. the tender through the, the sauce it wow was that's like gross was it like a barbecue sauce sounds horrible. yeah kind of except for like with like more gel in it um, and it Yuck. just tasted like straight fake bourbon flavor Yuck. Um, so I hated that. <laughs> but I will say that the ranch that they gave me was excellent, and I really like that. Um, mm. I don't know if we give it any any sauce points, though. I mean, I wouldn't – certainly not – if I was if we're, if we're restricted to just using the sauces that Denny's provided. No way. What yeah. I, yeah, yeah, that must yeah. be my own sauces were the highlight of this uh, <laughs> this outing. Well, tell us about some of your sauces. Share the, share the secrets for oh, everybody. Well, there are nothing – I wouldn't say that my sauces were anything unusual, but I just wanted to have a – you know, it was Heinz ketchup, which actually they provided. I didn't know they provided. There was ketchup. They probably provided for the fries. There were packets of ketchup in yeah. the bag. Um, it was Sweet Baby Ray's whatever, honey barbecue sauce. Uh, it was ra Hidden Valley Ranch dressing and the, and the, and the Manitoba – Honey dill sauce, which if you guys haven't tried, it's like it, this is you're going to have to start a whole new podcast just to accommodate <laughs> the honey dill thing. Because it, it's like this is something that people in Manitoba and Winnipeg particularly are super proud of. Have you guys heard of this? No. And I love okay. dill. It is it is chicken finger. It, it's called chicken finger dipping sauce. And it is only mm. it's like it, it's weird because you think they try to sell it for some other meat. Other you think that they wouldn't yeah. narrow narrowly target it so much. But it's honey dill chicken finger dipping sauce. And people were like, the first time I heard of it, which was like last year, people were like, have you ever tried this? And I was like, no. It's not, apparently it's not even available anywhere outside of Manitoba it, it, or even certain parts of Manitoba. But people there love it. And it's like, it's the thing that you dip your chicken nuggets in. It's That's the thing. And so wow. somebody told me about it. And I was like, okay, I'm going to order it from Amazon. It costs like $25 to get one jar of it sent here. And I was like, you're right, man. This is delicious. It's like, it's kind of honey. You can make it. If you look up recipes online, you can make a version of it. It's basically kind of a honey-ish sauce, but it has a lot of dill, little bits of dill in it. And it is, it really is terrific to dip your chicken nuggets in. So it makes, um, and it goes so well with chicken nuggets too. Um, like it just like the combination of flavors is just magnificent. So it's something that you should try in the future or maybe do a whole episode about it. Yeah, 100%. No, I'm going to order some right after this. <laughs> and it's such a weird regional thing. I can't I just say it's just a marvel one more time about it. It's so weird in this modern day, you know, uh, society to find something that is so good, but nobody knows about or even has yeah. ever tried outside of this really specific area. That's the Canadians, man. They, they keep all their secrets. Yeah. We do have some pretty loyal Canadian listeners, though. I'm, I'm surprised no one's offered to send us any... Uh... Any dill? Yeah, we don't know I'm if they're from Manitoba. They might not be from Manitoba. 
That's true. Um, I only know Manitoba from uh, yeah Owen Hart and Bret Hart's entrance introduction. <laughs> um, so what? Any so no no sauce points then? No I way. I mean, nah, yeah, I can't. Okay. Especially right, since cool. they forgot one too. It's just like they yeah they blew it. Sometimes that can negate the whole sauce point. It's true. Uh, I do have one more point to throw out. I'm trying to think. one more. Yeah, there's no quality. Um, yeah, and that would be a quantity point. I think they have options of four and five, even though, you know, we're confused by which you get when you order. But, I mean, that's the quantity, right? I would, de- I would, anything, I would deduct a point. Yeah. For the I can't, I, it astonishes me that, that any restaurant would consider four chicken strips to be a dinner. Here's where I understand where you're coming from, Eric, because we do always talk about like the 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 right quantity of chicken tenders to give you, and I think that now I feel uh, like we're just robbing Denny's here. Well, no, I mean, I think I think questioning both your motives. Four and five is a good number to get if you're getting something from like a Hardee's menu, but you can't put four chicken tenders in your dinner and then five in your appetizer basket. Plus, five tenders is not an appetizer basket. An appetizer basket is eight. I disagree completely. I just don't think five in an appetizer basket. First of all, we've a... never been to a place where an appetizer of tenders is eight. Are you Who's high? Gonna... No, if you have four people at a table and you get a you get a basket of tenders from no. the table and there's five, never what are you going to do? Never seen more than six. Either way, never seen more than six. For either way, it shouldn't be five. I think if if they have options, if they have at least two options out of four, five, and six, that's a quantity point, and that should be consistent across the board, regardless if. Because I get it. You get four for a dinner because you get two sides. You get five for an appetizer because you don't get anything with it. I think that makes complete sense to me. I guess. I just feel like at a place like Denny's or a diner, it's like you're always like, hey, can I get the tender basket? But can I add like fries? And they're always like, yeah, sure. And like that's the dinner. It's like it's like the appetizer. And then it's like, well, you want some sides? We throw a little extra money on for, so you get your sides. Yeah, but it, if you did that, so if you got the tender appetizer and you they added $3 on for a side of fries – um well two sides that that would be the dinner but i like i i would say that the size of these things is a factor in that too if these had been big big tenders like ones that you might get from kind of a place that cooks, yeah, big cooks them themselves yeah. or even those big even some of the bigger ones in the tyson crispy strips thing that would be okay these each of them were about the size of a two-thirds the size of a toothbrush which was not so big big enough to when i opened the thing and saw that there were only four i my jaw dropped Hmm. I don't know, man. I mean, I, I, I think so, we, we're not giving it a size point, obviously, and that's a separate thing. I feel like, I mean, if hey, if you want to outvote me, that's how we do it around here. If it's two to three, no size point, I can, I can let it rest, or no quantity point, I can let it rest. But you know, you're, you're saying no, Michael, saying no. No, I'm. I would not. I would not give a quantity point. I would deduct a quantity. All point right. Possible. <laughs> we don't deduct points. We, we're, we try to stay at least a little. Uh, you know, right? Mathematically, nice hearted. Some of these right. places, yeah. Because <laughs> um, then it gets to the whole thing. We did deduct points, I think, for Chick Fil A being homophobic, but you know, that's right. Right. Um, so no quantity point. All right. Well, okay. Um, do we have any other points that we want to give? Any moments in the experience that we want to discuss? You know, the only thing I can, this is I don't know that where this is even within the realm of mathematical. I like. I felt like the people there were. I I would say there's a charity point for the people, the hardworking people who are still cranking this stuff out. Like the people mm-hmm. that were working there were horrifically overworked. <laughs> At least when I saw yeah. that, I, I was like, uh, that could easily be a factor in them not being as delicious as they would otherwise be. I don't know whether that's mm-hmm. something that would factor into a point, but it would be like a charity point for the fact for the workers and the fact that oh. they're like is this is a hard time to accomplish this stuff, and it's not their yeah. fault. It's the fault of the corporation. That bought that said you're only going to get four of these, and they also bought them from the giant manufacturer that yeah. makes the cheapest ones, you know. <laughs> yeah. So that's we give a Postmates point. We call it a Postmates point. They don't sponsor it, uh, but we <laughs> call it a Postmates point because we give it to places that uh, are open and delivering. Oh, then during they should, the pandemic, they should get that. Sure. They they did that. That's factored. Oh, we already I, we already gave it. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. I, I said it, I said it quickly and wrote it down. Didn't even think to explain to you what it was. Um, so, yeah, so we've been giving a point to that. But if you also want to give, like, a staff point, we have gone to restaurants where the staff has been, like, you know, above and beyond, and we've given them a staff point. If you think the Postmates point covers that, you know. 
Well, if, I think the postmate point covers that probably in the, okay. in the formula you're using. Yeah, I mean, shout out to all the all the people keeping us fed during this pandemic and this wild time. Um, the true heroes. I saw a TikTok where it said anybody who worked at a grocery store or restaurant during the pandemic should get to board the plane first from now on. Yeah, <laughs> true. I, think that, I think that's a fair trade off. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay, well, I don't have any other points uh, for this. Yeah, I don't think I do either. No, okay. it's not like. <sighs> You know, the thing is, I think it's it's almost a cliche just to say Denny's sucks or whatever, you know, but like, yeah, this was not this did not suck, but it was exactly what I would expect if I were in an air in a small airport somewhere and and ordered the chicken tenders from some place that didn't even have a name. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel bad, but um, I know I can tell you feel really bad about this, but I don't understand why you feel so bad about giving Denny's low points. I, I, I like the idea of us doing a second you know, a second shot for these places. And it, it makes me feel good <laughs> that we're ending basically in the same spot we started. Um, Cause well, this shows can, that you know, we're it. consistent. I've been to places yeah, that, exactly. that are wildly inconsistent. Like I did a hamburger thing where the place was great. And then we went to review it and then it, something was really totally fucked up. And then we went back and it was great again. So like there's places that have consistency issues, but it sounds like all you're doing here is confirming beyond a yeah. shadow of a doubt that Denny's deserves this rating. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Bill, do you have any uh, strong feelings about Denny's breakfast items, though, or do you not normally go there? Um, I haven't been there for breakfast probably in 15 years, but like, okay. I did like the breakfast. I think Denny's it's probably more of a place where you get breakfast. I mean, most totally. of the people there yeah. that I I, yeah. I that I witnessed when I was in the place were ordering breakfast stuff, ordering pancakes, yeah. eggs, sausage, and it seems like that's their forte. Like, you yeah. don't go as I said, you yeah. don't go to Denny's and have to stay, have the steak Diane. It's like it's a yeah. it's a Probably, I would suspect that seventy percent of their sales are probably breakfast items or breakfast-related yeah. items, even late at night. Yeah. If we were a uh, a breakfast podcast, they would have built much better on. Uh, if we were a breakfast this. podcast, they could be like you know our papa. That could be yeah, like they our could be spot. Our one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, here's the good news. Denny's previously had five points in our point total uh, from our first visit. Today they're leaving with five points. Hey, well that really seals it, doesn't it? It sure does. <laughs> That's it. So five for five. Denny's is saying exactly where they were, uh, and I'm glad that you know we were able to to hold up our system. You know, it's it's good to like give a little a stress test. Here, well, to, here's uh, the our question though: Did do, if we give them a history point, does that make it six? If you find. Uh, uh, I will review the points and then I'll let you know next week when we do another redo if that changed. Okay. But uh, it might not because I feel like five points. I mean, maybe we might have been nice, but, might, but I feel like there might have been a staff point Is in that, that too. So uh, the I'll check it out. Trip, I, you, just, you can't give Denny's in this. I think, unless you grew up in it, going to Denny's every weekend, weekend with your beloved grandfather or whatever, it's like, yeah. it's there's no nostalgia to be had. It's not like going to Norm's. Norm's, when you go there, it's like, sure. it's a nostalgia trip. Right. You're walking into a different decade. Uh, whereas Denny's was renovated. every one of the CBS three weeks, three weeks ago. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes. Or, and it, or in the case of the one that I went to, was probably renovated in 1996 and looks, looks yeah. like it, you know? And <laughs> yeah. so there's like, if you're nostalgic for 1996, then maybe, but otherwise it, it, it doesn't, it's not a delightful trip down America's restaurant memory lane. Yeah. Back Even in 96, like... the year of the OJ trial. <laughs> right, right. Is that 96 or 95? I don't know. So much tragedy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Bill, thank you for coming on. Yeah, thank you so much. And talking Denny's with us. It was my pleasure. Uh, and it just, just again, guys, it was exciting to get to talk to get really into the weeds on a topic like this, which is so rare yeah. <laughs> and to devote yeah. nearly over an hour to talking about the extreme <laughs> uh, level within an extreme level of detail of this uh, dish. It was fun and I'm glad. And it was, you know, it was, it was interesting for me to go out and, and try Denny's as well in this thing when I haven't been, I don't think I've eaten in Denny's at any Denny's for 10 years. Yeah. We wanted to make sure we took you to like a, a well-known place, to get like a good opinion. <laughs> yeah. On yeah. 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 You know, take them to Denny's. Place, so. <laughs> Take them to Denny's. That's how you really wine and dine the guests. And uh, but and I want to tell everybody that you can you can order ice cream to go from Denny's, and you can yeah. order lots of it and get banana splits <laughs> and scoops of ice cream and all this crap, and you can get it to go or get it delivered, apparently. So, like, maybe for your next uh, kid's birthday party, consider ordering a gigantic amount of ice cream to go from Denny's. Hey, you don't know if they're doing, like, an <laughs> Ice Cream Buddies podcast, and this week was their Denny's episode. Could have been. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, all right. Well, Denny's is leaving with five points consistent with our scale. Next week, we will be heading to our second redo, uh, which will be Delilah's, which is a local spot. Um, and uh, we're going with our boy Farley Elliott is back on the show. Uh, we have a lot to talk to him about. Yeah, I'm really excited. Um, I'm excited because I I personally feel like I have a neg- not a negative, but less of an opinion of Delilah than you do, and I'm excited. We have to a lot to talk show. about on that one because there's there's yeah been a bunch of experiences with this place, uh, but they have a new ghost kitchen, so we're going to try them and give them another shot. Uh, you can follow Bill, check out all his uh, reviews and thoughts uh, at that Bill Oakley on Instagram, yes, and Twitter. Um, and uh, yeah, thank you again for coming on, Bill. We really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, thank you so much. Oh, my pleasure. I hope to come back sometime. Yeah, we, we, next time you're in L.A., we'll take you to, like, an actual nice place. Oh, I can't <laughs> wait. Fantastic. I'll see you in 20, yeah. 2024 then. <laughs> yeah, 2022. Exactly. We'll take you to Um All right, see you guys next week. Bye. Tender friend.